Hello, beautiful people. I am Giovanna, welcoming you back to another episode of the Good Girl, Great Guy podcast. Today, we are interviewing Asia. She is young, but she is so on fire for God. And I'm hoping that her story and her commitment to living and doing things God's way and just unapologetically being the woman that God has called her to be will inspire us all to do the same. This is the Good Girl, Great Guy podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Hey, I'm actually super excited to be here with the great, the awesome Giovanna. <laughs> Thank you so much for your heart and all the things that you're allowing the Lord to do for you and creating these platforms for women and even people in general to be changed. It is mind-blowing, okay? It's such a privilege and an honor to be used by the Lord in any way, shape, form, or capacity. So let's take a Thank moment you. to clap it up. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> No problem, man. So my name is Asia. I am 20 years old. I am a student. I am a servant. Really have a heart to serve. I, you know, I do social media. I do a little something. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really like my ministry. I love people, and yeah, my heart is to do whatever the Lord desires me to do. So I try to live from that space. So you're talking about me. I'm from Columbia. Born and raised here. Nothing much here, but yeah, I'm happy and excited to be here today. Well, I just want to honor Asia for a moment for her being so young and still having that heart of God. We know that in our 20s, the enemy is busy. He tries to make the world look so appetizing. And so I just want to honor God and honor you for deciding that even if it looks different from what everybody else is doing, I'm happy to walk that walk because it's the walk of the Lord. So anybody out there that's young and feels like it's not cool to be a Christian or it's more fun to be in the world, we want you to know that there are people, there are beautiful young ladies and handsome young men that still walk for God and that have decided that that's the way that they're going to live their life. And there's purpose in that. And there's a community for that if that's what you're looking for. So I would just encourage anyone, if you feel like you don't have any Jesus friends or you're looking for that, just pray and ask God to bring that into your life. Let him know that your desire is to live for him and you want to surround yourself with people that want to live for him. And I believe he'll answer that call. So we just want to honor Asia mm-hmm. for that today. And so how did you meet Jesus? How did you meet Jesus? Who introduced you to him? Where did your journey with him begin? I'm actually born and raised in the church, okay? I'm the old school church, Baptist convocation. We're talking, you on a dance ministry, you be singing. You might not even be that good, but you was involved in everything. <laughs> My grandma was a pastor, so I grew up in her church, Biblical House of God, Casey. And then from there, it was just enrooted in me. So of course, when I got older, you know how we do. We may be rooted or we may start in a thing, but then eventually we start to, you know, kind of draw away and. I remember being really passionate up until about I was 16. And then kind of when I got to high school, I kind of went a different way. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm 16 now. When I got to high school today and kind of got involved in the wrong crowds and being influenced, you know, you know, you know how that go. And then I got baptized the summer of 2019. And that was really like changing for me. And then, you know, still kind of straight, but really got back with the Lord. After continue to pray, the desire to want to be with him was there. It was kind of like this fight between like, do I really want to let it go? You know, the song by Jonathan Rose, No Great. It was kind of like this gray area. And then the Lord finally came and snatched me. And he said, ah, actually, I want my daughter back. And then from there, I've just been living it. I've just been living a life to please him and allowing him to uproot and to dig and do whatever he wants to do ever since and so it's been a lot of new territory okay you know 
I'll walk in this walk, this journey is not a journey that you know. You're like, of course, it's going to be unfamiliar to you because it's what your flesh is not used to. And just like, mm, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what tomorrow look like. And the Lord's just like, this stuff I do anyway. I'm like, but I don't know what it looks like. So I just feel like that's kind of how I started off in the church. I was just like, nobody want to be a good girl, whatever. But then the Lord definitely brought me back to my roots. So I mean, here for the Lord. <laughs> And so in your journey, have you had any moments where you feel like God has revealed to you that he is who he says that he is? Oh, man, for sure. <laughs> for sure. I remember I was in these, so I was like one of those girls where, you know, I didn't want to listen. I had to like the hard way, which, you know, anybody that's out there, mm -hmm. man, the Lord tell you to get out of that relationship, run. Don't question whatever the Lord is saying. Just run. <laughs> Just, get out of there. Just run. Run. Get don't walk. Get out. Get out of there. But I was in this relationship where I soaked everything who I was. I lost who I was in it. And I remember starting going to Forest City at the end of 2019. And it just sparked something in me. I was like, I don't even know what this is. And I started praying more and started reading my Bible more. But I was still kind of in this grave situation. And once he finally took me out of there, I felt like, oh my gosh, I lost everything. Mm. I was like, oh my gosh, God, I don't have no friends. Everybody that was attached to it, the Lord said, okay, we're going to clinch everything up. And I was just like, I felt like, oh my God, my hands are empty. I don't have anything else. This isn't fair. You know, one of those, no God, like I deserve that. And the Lord's like, they weren't even good for you, girl. With mm. doing what you pray for, you pray for this. <laughs> um, and so I found myself making this person my God and so through the journey of healing mm -hmm. from it I saw God for who he is I heard a lot that there's no void that God couldn't feel and I feel like last year mm -hmm. he really showed me I am who I say that I am I am the great I am every single thing that you need you can find it in me and I think that right there was the most beautiful thing I am your best friend I know you I'll you know mm -hmm. like, I, like you can enjoy time with me of course I'm gonna grant you a friend because I want you to be in community but you can go to me first you don't have to go to somebody else when you're mm -hmm. not feeling okay or it's a really hard situation. You don't want to tell nobody. That's okay because I am a comforter. I am a keeper. I am mm -hmm. a healer. And all those things that I thought I was missing from this person. I was like, God, who am I going to go to? He knew me like the back of my hand. And he was like, well, I know you inside and out. I know how many hairs on your head. Mm -hmm. I know how many teeth you have. I know everything about you. Come and run to me. And he has really shown me to be the great God that he is. And it did nothing but made me trust him more and want to lean more into the God that I, he has shown me to be. I couldn't doubt him. I couldn't mm -hmm. doubt him. He's a guy that could do anything. Limitless, for sure. I really hope that answers your question. <laughs> you know, it did. It is so good. I think breakups are one of those things that can easily rock you. It's one of those things that people want so badly. That's really all it is, is that the desire for companionship is so strong that it can really, if you're out of alignment or if you are just, if you forget to see God continuously, because sometimes mm -hmm. God will allow you to have something in the beginning and maybe he, he only wanted it for a spell, but you stopped seeking him because you got so excited, got your little man, you know, you got, you got all got wrapped up in the ooh, thing. Yeah, yes, yeah. like, oh, you know, you get wrapped up in the thing. And then God is like, hey, what about me? 
You remember me? You're right, sorry, you me. know? Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, or sometimes he don't he doesn't want it to be your husband. Some people he allows to come into your life, even in a romantic capacity, to teach you something about him, to teach you something about yourself, and then you're supposed to let it go. So I think that's so powerful of just always having your hands open and whatever God chooses to land there, you accept it. And if he chooses to take it away, you accept that too. But if you got your hand closed, you can't receive or you can't give up whatever God is calling you to have. So I really, I think that's great. And I think that's going to help, especially in your 20s, like your early 20s. I know my early 20s with my relationships were (laughs) crazy, okay? But I did have God. I said, no, run, okay? Don't be like, what? Run. Don't want it. (laughs) Run, okay? I love it. It'll help you. Mm -hmm. It will. It will. So tell us a little bit about your transformation process. What has your transformation process looked like? Who were you before you really came into the understanding of God for yourself? And who do you feel like you are now as a result? Man, this is actually a really good question because as I was thinking and kind of talking about how God matched me, it's always how I would, that's always how I would describe it because it's not even something that I wanted, but it's something that I knew that I needed because mm-hmm. what really shifted for me was this, identity be knowing who I was I had no clue I did not know who I was until God took me out of it it was like everything that I was I, mm-hmm. I lost or I wrapped it into this false identity or because I didn't establish who I was before it was all up to subject to change based off of whatever this mm-hmm. person wanted or how I could please this person better or how I can get him to love me and the need to be validated so that's really who I was. I was a person who needed to be validated, who needed to be seen, who really needed attention, but was really hurting on the inside because I felt like, even though I felt love, I still felt rejected. And it was just mm. this continuous grab for something. And it was still empty. It's like, you know, a whole bunch of food, but you're still, you're still not full. And it's like, mm-hmm. girl, like, what is this? What is the, what is the piece to the puzzle? And the thing was, it was, it was the Lord. And I want to know, I want to know, I would have ran out of there and I would have definitely um, got it because I was like, you know, I could sustain. I was like, yeah, I thought that bug. I'm my husband. I was like, oh yeah, I can do this. And I imagine if I would have been in that place broken and, and quiet and scared to speak up and afraid to just be the God created version of me. To be bold, like he calls us to tell our story and to help and to witness and to be in community and to uplift and encourage each other. And I, and I would just wasn't in the place to to do any of that so going through that journey what it looked like was a lot of tears ain't nobody said it was gonna be fun it was a lot Mm -hmm. of tears and it was a lot of trying to run back to a place of what I felt like was my safety in the Lord it's like was one of those other ways where he showed me yeah there's no security in this there's no security in a person I created Mm. it the security is in the creator Mm. And so mm-hmm. really going back to that and understanding, and it was just really getting to the word and saying, I'm precious. He will leave 99 for me. I am his one. I am created. And it was the truth of how deeply he cares about me. How even if I did it wrong or if I wanted to go back or whatever I did, that he was going to continue to chase after me. And mm-hmm. that was the thing that could truly transform me. It went from, no, God, this isn't fair to, God, I wouldn't have it any other way. I wouldn't have it mm. any other way but to be who you created me to be. And, and it came the process of using the word to debunk the lies of, oh, you need that person. I don't need, I don't need nobody mm-hmm. in the Lord. 
how you need to do come this. Come on. Or, especially in society, because, you know, 20, oh, God forbid, she love the Lord and she don't car, she don't drink and she not have naked on the internet. I don't have to do none of that. Come if on. nobody follow me, I'm okay. If a hundred thousand right. people follow me, I'm okay. But I think gaining your security was really the transformation for me. It was really the Lord debunking all the things that I thought that I needed. Mm-hmm. I thought I needed that Lord. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't live. I was literally debating like being here, suicidal, because I thought mm-hmm. that this everything who I was, the reference into this person, the Lord was just like, daughter, just come back into my arms. I got mm-hmm. you. Everything you need is in this place. And it looked like a lot of, but Lord, but what about this? And he just gave me another answer. Or Lord, I don't understand how this, it's okay. Like you don't need to see it. You just need to have faith to trust and believe that I'm pushing you Amen. and I'm calling you to do everything. And it's the, it's just obedience is really what it is. And so I'm happy to say, I'm happy to be a person who didn't even know what joy was, didn't know what true joy was. Like I can have a smile on my face talking about the story because it's not something that hurts me. It's something that truly Mm -hmm. transformed my life that, I mean, I mean, bondage or freedom. I'll take freedom any day. And it's a crazy thing. Right. You don't always know what that freedom looks like for you. So sometimes we're so, Mm -hmm. you know, hesitant or we try to start doing stuff on our own because we're just like, oh no, freedom look like being with him and being married. Like, oh yeah, that's fine. You know, we ain't got to live in sin no more. We can do. And it's just like, no, freedom is you get to know who you actually are. Yeah. There's so many other people that are depending on you. But because you wanted to write your own story, so I can literally go on a tangent. But yeah, it was now bold. If there's one word that I could say, was bold and joyful for who and grateful for who he has created me to be. I mean, me being able to bless and to speak and to pray just for people kingdom seen. And I'm not like no, you know, famous person or nothing or anything like that. But it's just being used by God is the greatest gift because he doesn't have to. Mm-hmm. He, he don't have to, he don't have to use it. We don't deserve to be used. Mm-hmm. But it's the fact that he would use each and every one of us for his glory. All we have to do is obey to say yes. Mm-hmm. That was the whole thing. But yeah, say yes. And I think that is my kind of transformation process. That is beautiful. This young lady is so free, y'all. She is so free. Yes. And it's just such a, a breath of fresh air for you to be this free at 20. Who will you be at 30? Who will you be at 40? And that's why I just encourage people, give God your yes. When you feel that pull and you feel that call, even if it's now, even if this is the first time that you feel like you're hearing, hmm, maybe I want to, you know, if you have any little inkling of let me try God, try him. And it's not to say your walk will be perfect because, you know, it is a war between your flesh and your spirit, but the reward and, and just knowing that even in the fight, so God always better. gives you provision to win. You are victorious. No matter what the fight looks you like, are. you are victorious because God said so, because he died on the cross. So I just really encourage anybody to just, just try them, give them your yes and see what happens. And I can guarantee you it's going to be better than what it would have looked like without him. (laughs) Sure. sure. I think one of the things, I thought you don't mind me jumping in. One of the things was 
for me, when I first started kind of getting this push and this pull in my heart, right? I was in denial for a good bit of time. I was like, I'm just 20. What is the Lord going to do with a, a 20 year old? Like, I, actually, at the time, I was 19. And I was like, mm-hmm. what is the Lord going to do? Like, I, yeah, I just turned 20 in June of last year. But mm-hmm. I was like, what is the Lord going to do with a 19 year old? And what is the Lord going to do with a 20 year old? And the Lord's like, I can do whatever I want because I created you. It was never the Come age on. thing was something that society put on there. It was something that the enemy fed to you to be like, you can start living a, yes. a little bit longer because now you have to wait until you're in your mid 20s until you graduate college or to your 30 until you have kids until you get your life together i mean i i guess and he's just like hey just you bondage or freedom and or you Come like on. it's disguised freedom it's the disguised freedom yes. that you see all of these people these celebrities with these money and these cars and all this other stuff or maybe they got a lot of following or they may seem like they have a lot of friends but they're crying at night and they mm-hmm. don't even know who the lord is struggling on yep. the inside because they want all these external things that don't feed them no it was that for me it wasn't until the lord stepped into a room and was like you gotta stop saying that sure that's the truth because I know mm-hmm. in Jeremiah 1 and 5 he was saying the same thing he was like Lord but I'm only a, a youth and one of the most mm-hmm. beautiful things about it when the Lord was saying that he knew him when he was formed in his mother's womb was that God didn't debunk his truth he said oh yeah sure you are young but that's mm-hmm. not you're young man it was this addition of the Lord he was like yeah that's your truth but your truth is not my truth yes you are young and that's great but I still have called you there's so much Come on. don't allow yes. the enemy to put limits on what the Lord can do you can be this free however old that you are you don't have to wait there is no time the time is now the mm-hmm. Lord wants you now he wants you to walk in freedom he doesn't want his children to be we're no longer slaves to sin age is not a limit age is not a limit it is something that the enemy tells you to try to get you down don't fall for it run the other direction <laughs> run amen it's a scripture in timothy that talks about that as well about being young and not allowing that to be a deterrent for you honestly i feel like anything that the lord gives you is always it's 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 a help he wants to use it it's the reason he made you a woman it's the reason he made you the age that you are when he called you it's the reason why everything he's intentional so everything that he does is for a reason so never feel like you have to use it as a limitation there are no limitations on you because you're a child of god in the physical in the natural you might feel limited but in the spirit there the limits the chains everything is broken it's already broken and that is that freedom that we get to walk in so i was going to ask you have there been any scriptures besides i mean i know you spoke about jeremiah but are there any scriptures that you lean on any scriptures that really get you through and remind you of who you are in christ for sure. Actually, I think it's Romans. Girl, don't let me lie to you now. It's okay. I think if you get the Romans numbers, well, I, 8 I can, and 28. You know how sometimes like when you grow up in the church, you actually know the scripture and you can quote it. You be like, where's well, from me? I'm just like, ah. Yeah, who cares, girl? We don't. If it's, if it's you, like one of those things. If Romans 28, 828 is um, all things are working for your good. That's what Romans 828 So is. we are convinced. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it says mm-hmm. so we are convinced that every detail of our lives is continually woven together to fit in God's perfect plan of bringing good into our lives. For we are his lovers who have been called to fulfill his design purpose. I just want to make sure. I have it. 
<laughs> want to definitely make sure I had it right. But I think this has been so beautiful because once you're kind of going through this phase, right, and you start moving into uncharted territory, um, it's easy for the enemy to kind of slip in there and be like, now what? Now what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. This, isn't what, this isn't what you thought it was going to be. Now what? And just like, Lord, did you leak? Where you at? God, like, this don't seem too, this don't seem too good. But knowing that we are convinced that every single detail, like he wasn't guessing when it came down to me. Every single thing I that I'm like, God, right. I don't understand why. He's like, I understand why, because I just have something that's so much greater that you cannot see right now. I just need your faith, but I just need you to just have the confidence to know that every single thing is working together for you. All, like, I've seen it all. I went before and it was one of those scriptures for me. It's like every single thing, if every moment, every second is designed by me. I didn't leave nothing out when I was writing your story. I'm using it all, mm-hmm. using it all. And I think that's one of the things that it's really, real easy. It's real easy to be like, oh, I don't know about this guy. Like we looking real light over here. And I think one of the biggest ideas is that every season is fruitful. Mm-hmm. Was something that was kind of like a game changer for me. It was like, mm-hmm. oh God, oh, even in this, even when I'm just like, oh, maybe I'm not working this job. I'm like, I don't understand why I'm working it. Or maybe I'm still in school. Or maybe you just, out here living adulting and you're just like yeah god this don't look like nothing for you and he's like i'm using everything because that's mm-hmm. just how sovereign he is so mm-hmm. yes okay and then what about songs well what does worship look like for you if you could describe worship for you what does it look like hmm, that's, a really that's such a really good question i feel like it's a lifestyle for sure i mean i really try not i think you know growing up we was told worship is this moment where you just kind of like have your hands lifting a raisin and listening to music but I have learned to worship through everything because what the Lord mm-hmm. has called me to I really do I am called to do social media and be able to push his name forward in the social and communication capacity it's been that's really been my worship outside of the you know moments that we spend talking and prayer and worshiping it's just inviting him in to every moment it's mm-hmm. the praying it's the constant communication it's the I'm allowing him to speak in moments where I'm doing things to uplift him or even doing things for other people. I feel like worship for me is really this constant communication between me and God. And it's like being surrounded. It's like, I don't know, it's like this feeling for me of being surrounded with him and by his love that I get to be used by him. Anytime that I'm used by him, it's just, I just feel his love. I just feel, and I, that's just worship for me. Mm-hmm. Outside of the traditional, you know, songs and stuff like that. But I love music, okay? I love me some gospel music. So what are your favorite gospel songs? Or Girl, worship songs, too? Listen, I got a whole playlist. Uh, yeah! I got a whole playlist. I think one, <laughs> one of my favorites right now, you know, they rotate. One of my favorites right now is Provide by One House and Chandler. I love mm-hmm. He Understands by... Chandler Moore, you know, everybody loves, you know, everybody on that right. Anything about them. Uh, I love I Will Exalty. Like, I will mm-hmm. Exalty, that one. I love uh, Withholding Nothing has really been really loud in my heart. Um, and God Can Do Anything. So I love songs that really have declarations of, you know, like, mm-hmm. I'm no longer like I'm a child of God. Mm-hmm. Or champion by Bethel. I'm sorry, I can name a whole place. No, I, know you like one or two songs. I can name we a whole place. I really, really love songs that have declarations attached to it. 
because I think it's so important. We're not just singing lyrics, you know, just to sing it, but it's mm-hmm. being able to be confident in every single thing that you're saying. It's true. Have a thing in a song that says that it's already done. It's powerful. It's like, yes, God, yes, mm-hmm. it's already done. I don't have to pray from a place that I'm begging you, God, please, please, please. I'm a daughter. We are really mm-hmm. seated. Come so on. being able to listen, listen to songs that really hold the substance of who God is and really is about his promises and who he is and that he can do anything and that we don't have to be, you know, a slave to sin. Just things like that that really show who he is are usually my jam. Yes. And how do you feel when you're listening to worship music? How does that make you feel? Okay, so I'm a crier. Okay. It makes me feel like I really go to a place of being humble. It makes me feel very humble. You know, even though you're crying, it's really out of tears of, God, you didn't have to do it, but you did. If there was anything that could make me weep on any given day, it is, God, you didn't have to do it, but you did. And God, even when I didn't want you to do it, you did. And God, I'm so thankful for that. Because I don't mm. see the big picture, but you do, and that you would use a sinner like me is my blow. Yeah, out of all of the people that you could use, all the people in the earth that's a lot older or a lot more consent, because of course, like, I don't get it all right, but out of all the people you got that you can use me, it definitely brings me to a place of gratefulness and of joy and of true humility that, you know what, and love. And recharge too. There's a whole lot of feelings when it comes into worship, but definitely recharge too because the more that I kind of step into what God wants me to, definitely a lot busier too. And just being able to be recharged so I don't have to pour from a place like I feel refilled anytime I spend time with the Lord. I'm like, okay, God, what are we doing? Who you want me to talk? You want to pray for the last? Who we pray for today? And it's just one, and there's so much joy that's attached to it for for sure. If I had to, you know, sum it down, definitely joy and humility and love. And so if you could describe this brand new Asia in three words, what would they be? Okay. Brand new Asia in three words. What would it be? Um, I would definitely say free. Definitely say free. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to explain the word or do you just want me to say? It? <laughs> you want to explain you can. It or do you say it? You, oh. it's, it's your show. It's and- your show. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would definitely say free, unapologetic, and grateful would be the three words that I think are kind of weird words to kind of all put together, but I think it really speaks to what it really means. I think it's kind of like a, a line. I'm free um, because of all, because of Christ, of course, the way we know. I'm free and just being able to walk into the the freedom into that boldness that comes with being free has created this new version of Asia who is unapologetic. And I think, and I think unapologetic is really, for me, it's really even a bold word to use because there's always a new level in which God wants us to bring us out of the shell. Because of course we can always reach whatever our sin is, but the Lord always wants to take us past that point. Mm-hmm. And just being able to just be like, you know what, God, I don't know what this looks like. He's just being like, be who you created to be. And I'm like, I'm going to be who I was created to be. Just as loud and as talkative as I am. I mean, it's not that loud, but just as talkative as I am and joyous, being unapologetic to know that I am not putting on a facade to be somebody who looks good or acts free, but somebody who truly has the joy of the Lord 
it's beautiful. It helps the unapologeticness. I think that's a word. Mm-hmm. Unapologeticness. I think that's a word. <laughs> it's a word today. And then it's a word today. Girl, I got my whole <laughs> dictionary. But I said I can move around some words to make it make sense. And the last one is the last one was grateful, man, because everything that I do, like I said, it's one of those things where the Lord decided that He wanted to use me, and I've been blessed beyond what I could even imagine. The opportunities that the Lord has allowed me to have, and I'm just like, you show, you know about me. I'm just, I feel like I was just continue. I am in a continuous place of gratitude for a guy who gave it all just for us he gave it all for us and that is something that will always continue to draw me back to him it's the gratefulness that even when I'm not as consistent as I should be it's the thing that always draws me back I you know I'm not doing everything I should but God I'm so grateful I want to do what I can to pour my love out to you as you pour your love into me and see ya let's just do it free unapologetic and grateful And then my next couple of questions, they're going to be more like repeat and complete questions, okay? So the first one is, if I could ask Jesus one thing in person, it would be blank. Um, And it doesn't have to be deep. It could be fun, anything you want to ask them. Man, that's a really hard question. There's so many things (laughs) I want to ask him. I actually really don't know. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I feel like it would be something really silly. Like, how did you, how did you turn water into wine? Can we just talk about it? Can we just talk about, like, the substance that, you know, I don't know why I'm made out of. Like, how'd you do it? If it was any question, I'd probably say either that or, like, did you have long hair? I would probably know. And it's, I mean, this is silly as I love it. No, I love it. The next one actually is, the greatest lesson I've learned from God is blank. The greatest lesson I learned from God is for sure that I don't know what's best for me. He does. <laughs> mm. Don't know what's best for That's me. That's good. You think you know, you don't know. You don't. You didn't create the heavens and the earth. You didn't even you you didn't even create the definition of good, baby. It wasn't you. It's him. He know. We don't know. Mm-hmm. We don't know nothing. That's good. If I could tell my younger self one thing about Jesus, it would be blank about Jesus uh it would be he is everything you need you don't have to search and validation from friends you don't have to give you don't have to give people the power to have an opinion about who you are who you're not he is every single thing that you need he's the identity he's the keeper all you would ever need you can go to him save me a lot of time (laughs) a lot of time and is there anything in particular you feel like you really could have used before you came to Christ? Was there something you're like, oh, if I would have just had this, I feel like it would have saved me a lot? Um, I really do feel like it was really the Lord. Like if I would have had the, because I knew the Lord, right? But if I really would have had mm-hmm. foundational truth of, mm-hmm. it wasn't how much I sin that would like, you know, continue. You know what I'm saying? It was one of those things like, oh, you know, if you sin, how could you? It was one of those, you know, like one of those like traditional black churches of shaming people mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. But if I would have just known how loving he was, even when I did wrong, he wanted me back. It wasn't this thing like, oh, 
what it is. Ooh, God, like, oh, we gotta wait a minute. You're gonna punish me, you're gonna put me in timeout, something like that. So if I would have just known how loving he was, all I really feel like I needed love. I feel like it would have kept me out of the wilderness. It would have kept me from yeah. trying to search everywhere and all the other things if I would have just known or really just the foundational truth of how much God loves us. Mm-hmm. For sure. Love and how him. important has community been to your walk? Oh my, so important. Listen, so important. I have been blessed with so many big sisters. Shout out to PJ. Shout out to Pastor Nikki. Love you guys. Oh, so much. Mm-hmm. Um, just being able to be placed around women that are praying for you that you don't even know that's praying for you. Just uh, just being mm-hmm. able to place around people that maybe you don't have the, the tightest relationship. But I know, Javon, if I call you, girl, I know that you would pick up the phone and I know if I said that I needed you, you would be there. And being able yeah. to be in community with people like that has been mind-blowing for me. It showed me that oh I don't need nobody else. like I just need the Lord and yeah you really do need the Lord he wants to be your source but he allows you to have these relationships as resources to really show and echo who he is and that's been the, the most beautiful thing so in moments where I feel like I've maybe strayed or in moments where I feel like I'm just not God I'm just not hearing you and see like what is happening just him um my sisters and even my brothers in Christ to be able to to help me keep you know pushing on has been absolutely like the best thing and it honestly it allowed me to walk in more freedom because I was able to be around people who really loved the Lord and didn't just say that but lived it and or lived it literally and I was like mm-hmm. oh. it hurt it makes you want to oh well maybe I should probably stop you know it makes you want to Mm-hmm. because you see the freedom on there you see the unapologeticness and you're just like mm-hmm. oh god I ain't gotta be out here like this I could be I could be free like that okay cool 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 and it continues to this charge I would really say that community was a really big big part of not bigger than God but really like second second thing was really big to who I am today it was people mm-hmm. it was the people that the Lord allowed me to have that helped echo everything and one of the things that the Lord spoke to me was you know talking about friends and me losing friends and during that time I was just like God you just left everybody he was like because everybody that's currently in your life is going to help you steward everything I have on the inside of you and from that moment Mm -hmm. I never questioned who he has in my life or who leaves and who goes because I really think friends are really called to help steward and to push you closer to God and say you know what girl write that book you know girl stop that blog stop that Instagram you can do it because mm-hmm. that is what the Lord has called you to do so yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it what does community look like to you practically what does that look like you know I have and the funny thing is is I've never really been like the all female type of person. I was very traumatized in middle school of drama and stuff like that. So I was just like, at all costs, out of there. But the Lord has really been able to show like some really beautiful women, <laughs> beautiful women who aren't catty, who aren't petty, but who truly love and operate from the place. And like I said earlier, echoes the Lord's heart. But it honestly looks like just being, honestly, it really looks like being led by the Lord. It's one of those things where, mm-hmm. you know, certain times you start to place this expectation of, I need to talk to them every day. And if that's kind of like your, your style, you sure, like, go for it. But I think for me, I have to be more 
misled because getting out the relationship, I had this issue with dependency. So like, it was this thing, if there was mm-hmm. a friend, I'm like, oh, I'll put all my eggs on a basket. We could talk all the time and I'll end up slowly making you an idol and I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. So something that the Lord practically helped me to do to kind of show this community was however I'm led. If it's somebody that's on my heart to like, say like catch up or to text or to communicate with, then I'll do that. But just continuing to just be led in your relationships is super important because then you, you won't feel like a bad friend if you're being led by the Lord. It's just like, oh, we don't talk every day. It's just mm-hmm. like, you know, the Lord, you know, the Lord didn't yeah. call me to that. Or so you, it takes off the pressure of these expectations unrealistic expectation that sometimes we place in myself that the other person doesn't even place it takes mm-hmm. off the expectation and you can just ebb and flow you know and if you text me of course you know respond but just remembering to do everything out of love super important love and obedience to whatever the Lord you to do it kind of what it looks like to me and it doesn't always look like texting people every day and it doesn't look like I was like hanging out or whatever but it's just also being super intentional about it too like, are you speaking him about your friendship too? Is a really big thing. But being intentional, being obedient is also really big too. In the practicality of it. Is there anything else that you would tell younger Asia? Um, or anyone else that's still working through their transformation process, which is continual, of course. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I would say is man don't give up don't give up don't give up don't give up the enemy wants you to quit the enemy wants you to quit I remember the countless nights of crying myself to sleep I remember the countless nights of you know being in this stupid argument that I didn't even have to be in but it was just one of those things where it just and there's so many moments that I wanted to give up there's just something in me that just you know what don't give up there's some there has to be something greater than this and the thing that's greater is truly the Lord all of the things that you feel like he can't take away of all of the past traumas or the past hurts or the broken relationships or you don't know you don't understand what that person may have done to me or or you don't even know what I've done to them that made me kind of feel this way clear your head for a minute let all those stuff go and really trust and believe in the Lord and who he says that he is there is nothing that he cannot do so don't give up run back into his arms it's something that I would of course tell my younger self but it's something I would tell anybody Mm -hmm. on any given day of especially with you know the environment that we're in with COVID and with people you know passing away and things like that it's just like all of these other outside circumstances are going to happen I mean always it's nothing that we can we can do to stop it but the greatest thing is, is that the Lord is so sovereign. He's so sovereign. So don't give up. There's so much more to you in, in store than pain. And you just like, it just seems like a never ending cycle. And I've been there. I've been mm-hmm. in a place where I just feel like, yeah, I don't know what's happening, but this just doesn't feel like it's ever like, God, it ain't never going to get better. And it's mm-hmm. like, one of those things that PJ says is like, it's not over to we do it. Cause he says that he's going to work out all things together for our good. So if I had to tell you anything is my sister, my brother, do not give up. That's what the enemy wants. And you are already victorious. You just need the Lord. That's all you need. All you need is the Lord. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's a lot easier said than done. But he's the guy who can get it done. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. For sure. Man. Are there any mantras that you follow or anything that you repetitively tell yourself? Um, one of the biggest things that I need, Lord, is grace. I oftentimes I tell myself that I am, I am grace for this, whatever it is, I am grace for it. The Lord, he saw it fit to entrust me with whatever the, ever, whatever the issue is. And it's like, it's not the thing that will tear me down but it's the thing that the lord has given me grace to get through for it to bless someone else and i think a really good example of that is i lost my grandma in november and that was the first time that i've ever had anybody that was close to me you know pass away and i was like oh lord i know before i was like oh lord if that happens then you know i'm just gonna i don't know what i'm doing myself like i'm just not gonna make it or whatever and the lord continued during those moments with just like baby like you were you were grace for this I have entrusted you with this and even though it seems like it's something like oh my gosh of course we feel but my father got his daughter back is and mm-hmm. sometimes it's a really hard thing to really wrap up but this the comfort that comes in whatever situation that you go through if the Lord gave it to you he didn't give it to you on accident he gave it to you on purpose and you're grace for it he has grace he has room for you to get through the thing that you want to get through and grace is a really 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 big thing because you know all the times you know you rate you know the best grade for quizzes or you know all mm-hmm. the time that you know you get everything right but knowing that you know what lord i'm grace for this i got this. you got this i don't got this you got this right like, lord, exactly it's on you you got right this. Right. Always finding different ways to take the pressure off of me because it's not mm-hmm. on me. It's on, it's mm-hmm. on my father. My father mm-hmm. got it all. So those was really the two things is taking the pressure and understand that God is sovereign and to understand that I'm grace for it. Whatever he allowed me to have, how busy my workload is or how light it is, he's going to be grace for all of it. And is there anything else that you would want to leave our audience with? Uh, well, no, not really. I really hope that something that was said will spark a fire in you to go chase after him more. He desires to, you know, we can pray on each other's behalf all day long, but he really desires to hear your voice as his child. And um, don't get so caught up on what society says is cool or hip or, you know, a trend. Like we, we're not called to trends. We are called to be children of God and to walk in light and just encourage you to be a light. All of the other things that may seem cool on the outside. It's not cool on the inside. And just continue to trust in the Lord. And you may not want to be all gung ho, right? But take it moment by moment, step by step. It's not always going to be easy, but definitely um, don't give up. He got it all. God's got it all. And how can people find you, Asia? What are your social media handles? Is there anything you want to leave them with? Is there anything you want people to be able to get in contact with you? This is a time where you can share anything you want to share with the Good Girl, Great Guy audience. Oh, yeah. So you can find me at Asia Tristel, T-R-E-S-T-E-L, on literally anything. I have a TikTok, y'all. I consider myself to be a TikToker. I know, <laughs> like a 20-year-old. You can follow me on there. You can definitely follow me on Instagram. I also have another page called Asia Let's Talk, which is like, you know, scriptures or word or whatever the Lord has placed on my heart and revelations and things like that. I share it through that platform. And you can also always DM prayer requests or if you ever need like some advice or something or the Lord's just kind of leading you in that area, I'll be more than happy to do 
whatever the Lord, it's like, it's like, then the Lord told me like, I just need you to pray for me. I will do that. Or you just need to talk about anything. I like to, as I have been freely given all of the things I like to freely give as I've been freely given. So yeah, that's how you can find me. Okay, well, we want to thank Asia so much for coming and doing this. This has been amazing. And as always, I'm your host, Giovanna, and I'm just a good girl who met a great guy. We'll see you later. Bye.